0: Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I
1: am the alien to his predator, Michael Howard. Michael, who who will win? I assume that... I've never seen the movie, but I assume that they start with a lot of differences, but then they realize they both really like killing humans. Right, and then they just and team up. they became friends. Became best buds. Yeah. And
0: wiped out humanity, and then just traveled the galaxy together killing all other sentient species
1: i i mean that would be the movie i would make
0: you don't really get many coming of age tales of like you know bloodthirsty aliens mm-hmm, who kill mm-hmm. humans and really that's just you know our our prejudices coming through in our movies but exactly hey do we deserve to live through these movies <laughs> i don't think so and if if that big old creepy alien lady and the big predator man want to get together and have a buddy cop film essentially putting bringing the law the galactic law to us idiot asshole humans i'm Mm -hmm. fine with it at this point
1: here's what i don't understand about the aliens right the there's the queen alien that lays all the eggs uh uh-huh right is there a king alien or like drone aliens that no Fuck the queen or no. is she just like asexually reproduces. She just queens. She just queens it up. Just queens it up. Yeah. Okay. So she wouldn't have any interest in the beautiful Predator Man.
0: I mean, well, maybe just like aesthetically. She just likes a a nice slice of beefcake, but mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think at, at a sexual level, no, she's not interested. She can she can take care of herself. All right, all right. Independent queen don't need no predator. Um <laughs> So that the tagline for whoever wins, we lose for the Alien vs. Predator movie, they don't really ever consider like what really happens if they team up and
1: just chill the fuck out and decide, hey, we're cool. Humans suck though, right? Yeah. I mean, it is an interesting tagline because like whoever wins, we lose. And it's like, but if there's a movie about an alien and a predator, do I really care? about what happens to humanity, like... I shouldn't. Like, no. There like, shouldn't even be humans in the movie. Right, that's just dope as hell. Yeah. We just, I just want to see... I want it to become a buddy cop film.
0: Like, the only thing that in that movie that... and I mean, luckily it was set in, like, Antarctica or some bullshit that the, the chances of this were so remote. The only thing that could have turned me against either Alien or Predator for all of their good
1: murders would be if they somehow killed a dog. Hmm and then I think jo- even they know though that dogs are cool that dogs are good they're all good boys and I,
0: girls I can't actually remember if Predator 2 a dog dies I think it I think that might actually be why Danny Glover killed all of them so good <laughs> which by the okay. way Danny Glover killing Predators I think that happened if I am it's been a long time since I've seen it but like yep. I'm pretty sure he killed yep. them with like a handgun when it took Arnold like eight other dudes and like full on machine guns like yeah I'm really. I'm not really buying Danny Glover's chances. I'm. I mean, I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he did all the good work in killing the predators. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not buying it. <laughs> can you imagine if if dogs became predators'
1: best friend instead of man's
0: best friend? They just left us. They like, They just realized that. Oh, oh, I found a
1: superior being now. Oh man, these they let me eat like raw meat whenever I feel like it.
0: They kill it for me, and yes. then I can just go to town on it. Hmm. Man, I'm gonna have some dark
1: dreams tonight, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> About Sora befriending a predator and then like eating your lifeless yeah, corpse.
0: And the thing is, she probably would, because like I didn't give her a treat today, and she she yelled at me for a solid five minutes because I just wouldn't give her a treat. Wow. Well, but um, what if the predator turned me into a treat? Did she shit in your
1: back seat? No. Did that did that happen <laughs> to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the way to on the way to the old camp, I. Uh, Smelled something, and I was like, "Damn, that is a rancid fart." And then I realized that that's not a fart at all from Staley. He just, he just pooped it out right he there just, in the back seat. He just let he just did the dang thing, huh? Just, just did the thing. And My poor old sweet, senile your sweet dog. old
0: man. So did he? Um, I think I know the answer to this. Did he just let the,
1: the poop sit there? No, he kind of like leaned into it. Yeah, just to like really make it impossible to clean up he just so he just rolled all over it (laughs) he didn't roll necessarily just kind of stepped and then got very confused when i tried to get him to not step so he stepped some more okay um so yeah i i took it into an alley and i lit it on fire and because that's the only way you can get rid of that
0: so uh, yeah i was you think that does that have to go on the carfax (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, everything's fine no major repairs but one time my my old idiot dog shit all over the back seat and then stepped in it and then stepped all over the seat i feel like it's if it's dog in. shit
1: no if it was human shit i think yes
0: well yeah like if if like a homeless person breaks into your car and shit's yeah. all over the place like a la like the other guys so if they just have if they turn your prius <laughs> into a fuck shack like yeah that has to go on that the,
1: definitely goes on the carfax
0: yeah but i don't know if old dog I don't know. I feel like old dog grinded its own shit into the, the fabric <laughs> of your back seat. Like maybe if you had a leather, it'd be fine. But you got fabric up in
1: that piece. Yeah, but it's like the microfiber stuff.
0: Yeah, so, so now it right. It's up. like it's kind of like the ocean is full of microplastic particles. Your your seat is just <laughs> just a quarter micro shit now. <laughs> just micro shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, buddy. Sorry you had to deal with that. That's all right. Well, how are you uh, doing? Oh, I'm fine. I just it's I'm just living my life. Living the dream. I wouldn't know. I don't know about that. But, um, Michael, a story popped up for me today. I saw it on Twitter, and I didn't share with you. I know we've we've gotten in the habit of sharing certain things. Yeah, but, but you always got to keep one in your back pocket. I decided to keep possibly the best thing I've ever read, mostly for me. Because, Michael, we've <laughs> talked a little bit before about, um, oh, I don't know,
1: the the dating
0: app game out there in, in mm, the old world. Yes.
1: Um I I found out a bit of a new one. Oh yeah. Uh I mean you probably already know about it, but I I heard about it for the first time called Hinge. Oh yeah. I I am yep, I'm on Hinge. There's like Bumble and Tinder and Hinge. Those and are the three. Those are the three ones. That's all. That's, that,
0: it? that's yeah, that's all that's out <laughs> there. Those are there's definitely not 18,000 dating apps.
1: Why? I guess what's the differentiator of the different apps oh you just got to stay ahead of
0: the dick pics man that's Mm, it uh mm. i mean they all have different things but really it's you're just fighting the curve on who has already poisoned this good earth with their (laughs) dick pics like it's really just you have to follow what the safe space for women is so like you're not just a it's either full of bots full of dick pics or just i don't know
1: shitheads. I just really don't understand why it's so hard to filter out dick pics. Like, we have the technology to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that you could you could stop this from happening. Well, Hinge,
0: critically, does not allow anyone to send photos back and forth. So that just that just cuts out
1: the, well, the middleman entirely. So now like, you have to make an ash seed dick instead.
0: And you know what? I am 100% sure someone has said, sent an ashy dick to someone on, on Hinge. But um, yeah, Michael, it's a real nightmare out there. And I, wanted, I know we've talked a little bit about, about this before. And I know that at least one of either you or Curtis or another one of our friends has said, oh, man, you guys have it so easy with all these dating apps. Just, I believe
1: that's Curtis. It that sounds like Curtis. Curtis is convinced that everyone on dating apps is just out there just, just boning it down left and right.
0: And there might be a certain level of that. It's not this this gentleman's experience, but that's that's probably a personal choice. Um, Michael, I'm going to share a Twitter thread with you, and then I'm going to go into a little bit deeper detail with it. Twitter,
1: the original dating app. This is... <laughs> hmm.
0: I'm going to unpack that <laughs> one later, but this is from... At bvdhai on Twitter.
1: Bvd hi.
0: Bvd hi. Um, the first tweet is: I'm about to tell you an epic tale about subterfuge, dating in the 21st century, and the fall of human civilization. This actually happened to me, and it could happen to you too. Get some popcorn. Threat. Wow.
1: So he's selling it hard at the beginning. Or they, whoever they are.
0: It's he. He's got a nice mustache. Okay. All right. Um. He appears to be a nice Jamaican man living in Brooklyn. Um, Michael, I want you to put your full faith and trust in me when I tell you that he delivers on every level of that first tweet.
1: Okay. For this thread. Okay.
0: And again, you just celebrated your 10th wedding anniversary. I did. I want Just you, me, though. You and your wife, <laughs> and also me and your friends, other yes. friends. Michael, I really want you to think very deeply and hard as we go through this story, how lucky you are to have found the love of your life 10 years ago and to cherish and love her for the rest of your days, mm-hmm. because this is the grim future that awaits you if you fuck this up. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I was on the t- Tinder machine shopping my soul around, and I matched with a very attractive young lady, no bio, fairly innocuous, which, by the way, very, very attractive young lady, no bio, is pretty much all of Tinder and Bubble. Just no information. Just hi, I'm hot. Ha- I'm hot. Hello. Really? Yeah, man. They don't put anything in the bio at all. No, it's a real cool time. It's
1: that great. is just lazy. That's what happens when you're a very attractive person. You don't have to try. I get. I get. Yeah, we, we had this conversation on on Slack. Um, I mean, beautiful people are never wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're doing is right. Yeah, I
0: trust them implicitly. Mm-hmm. Um. So I message her some random shit, and we chat for an hour or so, and she says, Here's my number. Text me. I'm like, okay, sure thing. I text her, and we make small talk about work for a bit, and then she goes, Actually, I have this huge presentation I'm working on for my job. Would you be offended? And this part, what I just said, is important. (laughs) I'm working on for my job. Would you be offended if I got back to you in like a week or two when I've got more free time? You're cute, and I want to meet you. I'm just too busy, RN. I thought, well, that's an overly elaborate way to ghost someone. So I say lol i won't be offended i totally get it hit me up when you're free why would she
1: wait why would she send the number though if she didn't want to talk to him
0: well she does she's just like i'm busy right now so i can't meet up but like i want to i want you to stay in touch okay this is not uncommon unfortunately Hmm. i just had like a three or four week conversation where we finally (laughs) met up then the date was shit so hey that was fun um so she says, thanks. I was worried you'd think I was trying to blow you off. Haha, ha. But for sure, I'll text you in like like a week. I'm excited. And I, in my head, I'm like, sure. <laughs> so two weeks pass. He totally forgets about all this. And then he goes back to Tinder, Uh, but he can't find the conversation. He's like, OK, well, she deleted her Tinder. That's fine. Again, elaborate ghosting technique. Then two weeks two weeks after that, he gets a text that says. So a month later. Yeah. Text, okay. all caps, says, hey, I'm finally free, LMAO. My friend is DJing near Union Square around 6 tomorrow. Do you want to meet up? We can get drinks and then go out after and see what happens. He's like, well, shit. All right, didn't see this happening. Yeah, I should be free. I'm down. Let's do the damn thing. She's like, okay, I'm going to be running around today and tomorrow, but just come around 6 and I'll meet you by the stage and then we'll head out. So she arranges to meet at a her friend's like show. DJing in the middle of Union Square and then she's like, we'll stay for a second and then go out, go uh, grab a drink or something.
1: Okay. And he so, only knows what she looks like from the, from the Tinder, the one Tinder picture?
0: And then, so he, he finds uh, her Instagram and it says, singer, actress, model, has about 3,000 followers and he's just like, I don't know, man, this shit feels completely off. Yeah. Something's amiss about this. But
1: hey, you know what? He goes to Union Square because... He's a man on Tinder. and wants to see what the fuck is up. <laughs> I mean, I out of morbid curiosity and like, I mean, maybe the DJ is cool. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? You don't know. It's hard, heart of Brooklyn. Got to see mm-hmm. what's up.
0: Um. So he says, I make my way to Union Square, eat a hot dog, which
1: that's I a have,
0: bad pre-date move. I have, yeah, that was my. I was like, okay, everyone's making mistakes here today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like. If I can avoid it, I don't eat a fucking thing. No, <laughs> like the entire twenty-four hours before, I'm just on, I'm on fast
1: mode. It's bad. It's I like, do like I don't want my cleanse. stomach to make a single noise. <laughs> stomach nor anything else. Nope. I don't want to accidentally burp. Yep. So he sees, um, he's a he's hot dog like off the street. Just a street cart hot dog. Just Jesus, the
0: boldest choice.
1: That is wow.
0: Yep. They got The hey. The man. They made a move. Mm. So he's at this open lot by 17th Avenue and he sees a stage and a DJ and there's about a hundred people milling around and there's some cameras and he's like, well, this is some random ass Manhattan shit that I didn't see coming. So then he gets a text and says, hey, I'm running a little behind, but just meet me by the stage and then we can go. And uh, he's like, well, I'm not going to stand in front of the fucking stage by this DJ. So I'm going to go stand over here. And then eventually he sees a young woman walking towards backstage with two enormous bodyguards and sunglasses. And he's like. Oh, God, it's her. And then, quote, I'm thinking, what thine fucketh is going on? So just wait, is she she the
1: DJ? Is she the performer?
0: Uh, So he says, I decide to stay back and assess the situation before he gets in there. He's like, I'm going to stay right the fuck where I am until this girl texts me. Yeah. And then the DJ who's been playing for a little while stops. and She gets on stage and he's like, I'm so fucking confused. (laughs) Well, maybe she's just a social media personality or some shit. And then I immediately think I'm too fucking old for this shit, which yes. Michael, do you want to guess at all what's happening right now?
1: I I have no idea. Other than she's some kind of performer, or okay. he he's being punked? Or Partially that. I'll give you fifty dollars if you if you can come
0: <laughs> even within a quarter mile of what's going on right
1: here. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me Okay. So
0: Here, here's the next quote. She gets the mic and is like, thanks for coming out. I bet you're all wondering what this is about. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this about? Okay, so
1: it's... She addresses not just him, the full crowd. The whole crowd doesn't know what this is about. So Mm -hmm. they just kind of showed up because there was a stage and a DJ. They didn't come specifically to see anything. They were just like, oh shit, there's a stage. Incorrect, my friend. She then says... So I know all of you
0: here are on Tinder. Oh, she... Did she invite all these people? She invited all of them here for a Tinder Hunger Games for the chance to go on a date with her.
1: Oh, fuck me.
0: All the dudes there, she had found them over the last couple of weeks and texted them the same exact fucking shit. And...
1: Holy <laughs> Here's
0: shit! Here is his quote: "Every man in the cl- in the crowd looks down and mimes quote What in the name of Scooby Doo is this? Is the shit to them themselves. So wait, there were no women there, or no women, all dudes. The only women there were ones with cameras to record this nonsense.
1: Oh, crazy! So how many people just turned around and walked away? Because I know you know there are some there. There's there's so, gotta be a percentage that were like, okay, yeah, hell, let's do this. So he
0: says. At that point, I am genuinely amazed at the fallopian fortitude this girl possesses. This is the top 10 greatest finesse of all time. Dudes actually stayed and played. I went home. I trust no one. I trust nothing anymore. Vanity will be the demise of human civilization. Don't
1: get got. The end. <laughs> did she have, like, games planned? Or was she just going to somehow expecting them to fight it out? Or Before
0: I get into an explanation, which I did just find about two seconds ago, Michael i want you to really think about this in terms of where we are as a people and how romance has evolved because i have trouble with these dating apps <laughs> just by the mere fact that i like it's it sucks to just like meet a ton of people most of whom are not a fit for you and it's just an endless slog of shit yeah if i walked into this like rat race situation where john cleese was placing bets on me to do certain shit and there are elaborate games and schemes involved i would just become
1: celibate and go live in a hole once again out of morbid curiosity i might stick around just to see what the what the games were what? so no there's games. a game afoot, and i want to know what it is
0: the game though is unfortunately inherently rigged because i just found out one who this woman is and two what she said to people at the at the uh, the Hunger Games event here <laughs> So her name is Games. Um, what's that?
1: The Tinder Games.
0: <laughs> the Tinder Games. Um so the woman was named Natasha Aponte. Hmm. Or Aponte, I don't know. Um, this whole thing was arranged by a man named Rob Bliss, a viral marketing agency. Oh crap So he's essentially the the Zardu, sorry, he's essentially the Zardulu behind like Pizza Rat, but he 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 played for Unwilling single men in new york um so rob bliss's agency is the same one that recorded do you remember that video of uh the woman walking through new york city being catcalled
1: mm, a couple yep, years
0: ago yep, yep. he created that so uh natasha was enlisted to invite unwitting men she met on tinder for what they thought was a hot date instead she c- took the stage and then began very quickly dismissing men who did not meet her criteria and then asking the others to battle it out in contests to win an actual date with her. So she says, half of you people here are in relationships, so you should all leave right now. Because statistically statistically speaking, half of people who are on dating apps are in relationships, which is one cuckoo bananas town. Uh, really? That also, again, really upsetting to me to just now learn that fact. Um, so she's like, you guys should go. Uh, The first elimination is that if you think you can support Trump and date a Puerto Rican, you can go ahead and leave. Um, If anyone's a tourist or doesn't live in this country, you can go ahead and leave too. Also, anyone named Jimmy. I don't enjoy the name Jimmy. (laughs) Go away.
1: All right. You know what? I'm I'm starting to respect this girl a little bit more. You're about to lose it. Men with
0: beer bellies. (laughs) Long beards, khakis, or Tom shoes were also dismissed. That no, makes then, sense. All makes sense. All makes sense. Um, although khakis, maybe you just showed up looking for a nice, like you know, casual date.
1: Khakis to a, to a DJ a, show. A DJ yeah, DJ show. Right. You're gonna get dark you're gonna wash. Get dark all all wash around. jeans only. Thank Come you. Come on. Yeah.
0: Um, and then anyone still Hot present. Anyone still present, and hoping for a date, she uh, asked them to willingly compete in a foot race. so this woman essentially created the shmabamble open for a date with herself which by the way the shmabamble open was a uh drunken foot race that we created at our friend odette's house where we ran around uh the i think quarter mile circle in front of Mm -hmm. his apartment and then to win the actual race you didn't just have to be like cross the finish line first you actually had to smash your face into a public's cake that was also waiting at the finish line yes your took home first place, the first the first and, run in the Shreveport Open, and you got the date. Uh yep, I got the date with my girlfriend at the time. So, <laughs> it all so out. did they say who won? They don't. They do not reveal the. Oh. I just like that this woman essentially created like her own like battle royale bachelorette show. Like she <sighs> essentially made
1: Fortnite for dating. And look, you know. I give you shit for watching things like The Bachelor, mm-hmm. it's and been this, a while. this is why, though. Mm-hmm. The the just the idea of all these reality shows and these dating shows and shit, like this is the reason that we're where we are. You cl- you claim it's like dating apps, but like we've we've turned not only have we turned like dating into a, a game show, but we've allowed like basically app developers to try and determine what statistics to use to match people up like that never works ever how many times you look at a couple and you're like hey they should not be together based on everything i know about the two of them yet they're perfectly happy are you saying you don't trust algorithms to match you not 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 for human interaction like algorithms and human interaction have never gone together hmm it's like in sports too like yeah, okay, a team is better than another team, but, like, there's a lot to be said for whether the people actually fucking like each other. Yeah. I mean,
0: Michael, there's no guarantee that this whoever won that foot race and her are going to get along. And, hey, by the way, guarantee they fucking won't because <laughs> she was paid to do all this, so that's fun. But, I mean, like, for, and first of all, d- dating TV shows have been a- around forever, so please don't come shitting all over the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise, my dude. Don't even mm. come at me with that. Dating game is a bunch of horseshit.
1: Okay, so he- here's a question, though. The point is, if she had challenged
0: all those dudes in in the crowd to play like Catan, and like, <laughs> hey, now I know that you know how to trade resources, manage resources, and fucking dominate the competition. Now I'm into you. Now I, I have fail so three- badly because I I don't- have
1: three important things that I know about you. I don't know. I have never played the game, and I don't know- don't know anything about it. Okay, well, when you're here, we're going to play a ton of Katan two weeks from now. (laughs) So but here's the thing. So she she said, "Okay, anyone who's in a relationship, leave anyone who's wearing khakis or Tom shoes or whatever. Like, is that really any different than when you go to a bar, though, and you see like you see people and you immediately like put them on the yes or the no list, right? Mm -hmm. And if you see somebody like wearing khakis and Toms and a polo shirt and you're like, man, I don't like that. Those things. I'm not going to go hit on them. I mean, yeah, it's a great point, point. and so, I mean, the only
0: thing that she really couldn't account for
1: in that scenario is Jimmy. It's well, I mean, if she comes up to someone and she's like, "Hi, I'm um, whatever the fuck her name was," and he's like, "Hi, I'm Jimmy," and she's like, "Get the fuck out of my face."
0: And what if he was like, "Hi, I'm James," which okay. she's like, "Well, hmm. think about it."
1: Yeah, but James can become Jimmy so quickly.
0: I I don't think I think if you're at a bar and you introduce yourself as James, you've you're ne- you've never been a Jimmy.
1: But what if their friends call him Jimmy?
0: But they don't. They probably don't like it. That's like, I mean, yeah. That's but like, she's
1: got to hear Jimmy every time she goes to hang out with his Michael, friends.
0: Michael, that's like you being Michael and me being Mike. That's mm-hmm. we're to, we're two totally different people. <laughs> that's true. We have we have such different personas. That's true. You don't. If if you introduce yourself as as
1: James, there's no way in your heart of hearts you're a Jimmy. That's true. Because James, we talked about this last week. James, James Bond. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Bond Wilson yeah and like (laughs)
0: James Eats World is a totally different band (laughs) very chill no like there.
1: no Jimmy and the Giant Peach it's a
0: different book it's a different like yeah Jimmy and the Giant Peach is he turns that fucking gigantic peach into a gravity bong
1: I was gonna say it's a Chuck Tingle book but
0: I mean I mean yeah I mean it's just a different yeah all I'm saying is Jimmy is not he's probably fucking the peach
1: Mm, definitely at, at a beach. certain point
0: definitely smoking out of it yes so yeah. yeah i mean i wish this was a real thing and not a marketing stunt but like still michael cherish your wife god That's dating all.
1: apps are a fucking hellscape mm-hmm. yeah and this is this is my life this is my life <laughs> so speaking of which mm-hmm. i was out on friday night oh hello mm-hmm. and This guy met us out, who was a friend of one of the people I was with, and then he proceeded to talk up a random girl at the bar, get her phone number, then came back to our house to drink on our roof, then left our house to go hook up with this girl that he just met at the bar that night. Player's going to play. It was impressive. Listen. I didn't know that you could still, that that still happened. Right, Michael, I mean, like, the laws
0: of human interaction still stand. It's just, generally speaking... And we've talked about this before In general I always feel like If I speak to you Without you speaking to me first I am imposing upon you mm. And I don't mm-hmm. like that yep. I am never gonna like That's not who I am So
1: <laughs> Michael Jeffrey Cushing By and large Will not meet people out at bars I barely know what to say to someone When they talk to me first If uh, I have but, to just come in cold With, with words Nah uh,
0: Hey Michael No joke would you like to know my opening line at the bar a couple weeks ago?
1: Oh God, please!
0: Sorry for bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> Without dating apps, I like one hundred percent wouldn't leave the house. I would just play video games and hang out with Sora all day. Yeah, and talk to you twice a week. Yeah. And hey, I mean, if that's my lot in life, if you were to if you were to suddenly snap your fingers and be like, dating apps are done. Michael, because you
1: have the power. <laughs> <laughs> I just Thanos you just, the dating you apps just away. You just Thanos
0: dating apps. All right. Well, I guess, um, guess I'm just going to chill and play video games, which, hey, I miss playing video games. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Michael, uh, speaking of meeting people out at a bar and speaking of women. Okay. This is, again, this is, this is interesting. All right. Another Twitter thread. Okay. Oh, boy. Twitter... Oops, Twitter, all Twitter really Twitter really, really delivered this week, my friend. Um so Michael, you're familiar with the um the chicken wing establishment hooters.
1: Uh chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken yep. wing establishment. The chicken wing establishment yes. hooters. Yes.
0: What they're it's what they're known for.
1: Yep. That's, it's just they're just known for their very good wings. Very, very good, large wings.
0: Well, Michael, I, um, we talked a little bit last week about, there. there's a lot of layers to this story. Let's get into the first one first. We talked last week about millennials killing Maydays. Thank God, yes. Yes. So, uh, Complex ran a story uh, a couple hours, or a couple days ago. Are millennials Just, killing chicken wings? They're not killing chicken wings. Mm, okay, good. Hey, can I say this? If our generation tried to kill chicken wings, I would single-handedly stand in the way of that. I would I would stem the tide. I would eat <laughs> all those good birds. <laughs> you couldn't... I, I would single-handedly kill ch- more chickens than... than yeah, anyway. yeah. So, Complex says, Hooters is closing locations and re-strategizing because millennials aren't that into boobs. I
1: don't know if that's true. I I, know. Still, I feel like millennials are just as much into boobs. Just like not
0: objectifying women yeah. and making them wear like shit outfits and like expensive beer and also the only people who are at Hooters generally are old baby boomers who like just want the waitresses to sit on their laps and talk to them. Um, it
1: is like Hooters always... Bothered me because it just seems like a strip club where they don't take off their clothes and they have basically the same food. It's more of an emotional sort of like strip club. It's
0: like, it, like I'm, it, I cannot stop laughing. First at the like notion that Hooters is some sort of like cultural touchstone that like we have to save. <laughs> <laughs> like we all just need Hooters, please. <laughs> We need it. But, like, we used to go for trivia in Gainesville because, like, it was cheap uh, and, like, the trivia was fun. But, like, the only other people ever there were old dudes sitting by themselves, like, getting talked to by the waitresses. Like
1: <laughs> and- Really? Because this picture that I'm looking at right now would lead me to believe that there's a, a young businessman in a suit. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a woman, uh, very tastefully dressed. And this very nice Hooters waitress, she's just really enthralled with the conversation.
0: Yeah, because um, it's definitely not. <laughs> I like, oh god, like the notion that first of all, boobs rule, butts rule, everything rules. Like the notion that like you have to like pay women to sit and talk with you and show off their like their boobs, like is such like a like that that like that's the notion that I hope to God millennials are killing, like. That's such like a baby boomer bullshit thing. But I want to get into the responses to this tweet that I saw. Comes from a man named Eric Adam Hovis, which is hilarious, just a good name. It's a series of tweets. A thread, if you will. For me to be excited about Hooters, there would need to be some changes. One, I'm not a huge fan of the Barbie look. Bottle blonde, big boobs, scorching tans. Two. I wouldn't be there to look at you, but to talk with you. A place to eat and chat with good conversationalists? Sign me up. So it would have to be a place... (laughs) Sorry. It would have to be a place to have conversations and debates with smart slash pretty women while eating food. There could be, quote, debate nights where wings are free or something. Why does it have to
1: be women? Right. We'll get into this. There could be activities... Also, who goes to a fucking restaurant to debate their server? The server's trying to do their job. Like, you don't just get to come to their place of business mm-hmm. and make them do other things that aren't related to their job. For the same reason you should never hit on
0: someone at their job. You shouldn't come to, like, debate me. at <laughs> Like, I
1: don't go to fucking Olive Garden and be like, let's talk let's talk minestrone. Let's talk head. why you don't salt your pasta, you fuckheads. Oh, boy. Hmm.
0: Are these endless breadsticks? Because uh, I've been waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. That's how they get you. Also, there could be debate nights where wings are free. So, they're going to give away their big money maker for free. So, dimshits <laughs> could come debate their waitresses.
1: <laughs> why there is c- why why is this such a big thing uh, among stupid dude like white dudes now, like debate. Like who who taught them this word and and that Oops. this is something that they're allowed to do,
0: Michael. Um, this is we're gonna get into this in a second. But let me let me continue to read this, and we'll get right back into it. <laughs> right. There could be activities rooms where people play pool or video games. I'm th- a I bar. Yep, yeah, yeah, bar. I think I'm thinking of a geisha place. It would also be important to have some specialized setup for the guys who just want to therapeutically vent their woes to women, like specialized problem listener hostesses. This way guys don't just dump their problems onto each other and every woman they encounter. What oh, and somehow shit? Hooters would need to be super cheap since us, us millennials are Baroque. I think of Hooters as some weird, exotic, unique luxury experience. It's like going to a magician restaurant. But then again, I think of Applebee's as a fancy high-class restaurant too. So for me as a millennial to be excited about Hooters, it would need to be a fundamentally different experience that instead of relying on a superficial novelty, instead cultivates meaningful human interactions in a world increasingly isolated by convenience and technology. So once again- Did he say magician restaurant? Magician restaurant. Oh, you know the magician restaurants. Like uh, Moe's on Thursday nights with Magic Ron. <laughs> he comes and makes
1: balloon animals. Oh, good lord. This, this has so, to be satire, right? This no. can't be real.
0: No, so apparently this, this guy does have a blog where he um, proposes ways to make things better. Mostly video games, which might come as a surprise to you. But essentially this man just wants a forum where he can pay for things and... Have women that he can just yell, well, actually, at in a financial exchange.
1: Okay. Except he wants it to be free. (laughs) He wants it to be free. He wants the wings to be free and the beer to be cheap. And And also, it should
0: have video games there for me to play because I I can't afford my own. Probably
1: free video games, too. Yep. Yep. It should have free video games and the women should be attractive and they just want to listen. And smart. And smart. And they want- Just want to listen to you. Yeah. They just want to listen to you.
0: and Michael, it's also it's I think the part you're really missing is that this is going to fix the societal ill of men just yelling at the women they encounter out of the wild because it will give young white men a safe space to go yell at women who are paid minimum wage hate and are working. I know of a great
1: safe space for those men. Mm-hmm. Is it a uh, toilet? <laughs> I was going to say a carnival cruise ship that we just set adrift out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then just, that's it. It's gone. It's just, oh, It's gone. Sorry.
0: What would a cruise for young white men that we want to just set, like, what, how could we entice them in just to get them on the boat and then, like, unplug the toilet to so just set them adrift? in the- <laughs>
1: Well, apparently we, like, it, it would have to be, f- we'd have to tell them it's full of women who just want to debate them. But they're right. really smart and funny and intelligent, and they just really are interested in what you have to say. And then yeah, like, ev- they just come running, apparently.
0: They're they're just smart enough to ask questions
1: mm, and say, oh, yeah. wow, interesting. But not smart enough to make you feel bad about yourself. No, they definitely won't push back on any of your bullshit opinions.
0: It's just, also, oh there boy. are video
1: games, and all of the video games only have uh, men in so them. So I guess it's just the Ready Player One cruise. It's <laughs> just yeah, Ready Player One would probably get a, get, it cast a pretty wide net for these dudes.
0: Yeah. I just, oh, Michael. Like, first of all, I love that we're killing
1: Hooters, but the Fixisters. <laughs> oh, boy. But why, what I don't understand is, like, what is this incessant need to debate or, like, yell at women? Like, wh- why couldn't it be dudes that you go there and, debate or just literally anyone. I mean, it's a terrible restaurant idea regardless, but like, why specifically attractive women?
0: Well, Michael, it's so this way guys don't just dump their problems onto each other. You know, like your friends. Oh, yeah. You don't talk to your friends about your problems. You just get to
1: tell a hot stranger about it. And again, she is being paid minimum wage. If there's one thing that society has always had a problem with, like dating back forever, is that guys just they dump their problems on each other too often.
0: Too much. They're they just, open just so to, open, yeah. They open up emotionally and intellectually to their friends just too
1: to much. To their friends, but never they just never they, they can never do it to women. Yeah, it's They're weird. They're so closed off.
0: If only Hooters 2.0 could really solve this problem <laughs> for us.
1: <laughs> oh man, I could just I can't imagine the idea of going to a restaurant specifically to ogle like the waitresses or wait staff, or like it doesn't make sense to me like if i go to a restaurant i want the food to taste good and then yeah. i want to be done with that and go home
0: right and again like i it's such a like baby boomer thing that just like i'm gonna go to a place and ogle young women like there was a time i uh our friend chris came up to visit me in at, here in atlanta and when I first moved here, I didn't know what the restaurant Twin Peaks was. I <laughs> thought it was maybe a vaguely like Twin Peaks, the TV show themed <laughs> restaurant. And I remember I was, I was, I drove past it and I remember my, my sister and mom were in the car when I was first up here and they were like, oh, we went to that, that place. It was really good. Um, like the food was really good. It was a nice atmosphere. They were pointing at the restaurant next door called Farm Burger. Oh. I didn't. Realized that because yeah. i was driving when they pointed it out so chris came up and i was like um i've heard about this place with things we should go and i walked in and it's essentially just like a scottish hooters and i just was like oh fuck i i feel I thought so it was in- tilted kilt that's tilted kilt i don't know uh vaguely mountain themed <laughs> i
1: accidentally went to a tilted kilt once because i thought it was just a like a sports bar
0: nope yep yeah, not at all and i was so embarrassed so i was like oh i just took my friend to like a titty wing bar and i'm like (laughs) i felt so (laughs) shitty like were the wings good at least no everything was bad and like it was like beer was way too expensive um yeah so just like i love that like the message that hooters is is absorbing from like them having to close locations is just that millennials aren't that into boobs yeah that's it that's that's the reason not that they're not into like their shitty form of objectification of women
1: yeah yeah, no. I mean, every other fast casual restaurant is like boobing. exploding. Yeah, but yours is failing because they don't like boobs, and not yeah. because your food sucks ass. The
0: restaurant whose like word print logo has boobs in it somehow that's <laughs> legal is <laughs> like, well, well, we keep, we're we're flying under the radar in this generation of family values. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Michael, we we chalk up another one. We got him. We're killing him dead. We're just, just uh, shooting an endangered
1: species. Yeah, just mayonnaise. Now we got Hooters. What what's next? What are we gonna kill next? Ooh, what would be your ideal murder victim of oh, the millennial boy. generation? That's a tough one. Um, what do I hate? Oh, I know the white dudes who are like this guy who wrote this article. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Millennials are killing asshole fucking white MRA incel pieces of shit. If we could do that, that would be great. I mean, we did kind of create them, so I think it's up to us to kill them. Yeah. Or
0: Gen Z will step up and just take care of it for us. Got to hope they're hope they're into, up to the challenge.
1: Michael, you got any any other stories for me this week? Um, man, I got a I got a pretty good title for an article. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Former Freemason, found drunk and naked inside a huge pipe organ with a toy gun and remote control police car, says he got lost while trying to hand out cheeseburgers to the homeless. Is this National Treasures 3? <laughs> Is it Nick Cage? Is this Benjamin Gates? Is the, So this guy's 51, but he, man, he looks so much older. Um, but it could be Nicolas Cage just in character.
0: Could be. Uh, one second. Oh, he's 54. Damn. The mm, cage is 54.
1: Mm. Rats. Um, so the okay. problem was he he intended to give out those burgers to the homeless, but instead he uh, drank an entire bottle of whiskey.
0: I mean, sometimes you just miss the mark on your plans for the night. You know, you never really, you never know where the night's going to take you. And if, you're, if you are walking around with a fifth of gin or whiskey and a sack full of burgers, if you hit the whiskey first, like that's mm. just.
1: Nothing you can do about it. It doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't say what happened to the burgers. I assume... But it must have been a lot of them because he was handing them out to the homeless. So he just ate them all? I think he might have eaten all of them. All of them? Yeah. Um, Well, apparently this organ is... uh, It's insured for a million dollars because it's... uh, Yeah. When they say inside of a pipe organ... Yes.
0: what What do they mean by that?
1: They mean that he was inside of the wall... Where the pipes are? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna send you. Oh, let me send you the article real quick.
0: Where Where did this happen, Michael?
1: Brisbane. Okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, it's from the Daily Mail Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks like a happy motherfucker too, walking out of jail. Oh yeah. Mm. He might still be drunk. Full. Well, it doesn't say how big the bottle of Johnny Walker. That's the, that can't be cheap in Australia, right? That's like an import. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might, maybe the duty free shop. It just took care of it.
0: Um, Glenn Langford sound drunk and naked inside a huge pipe organ. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He was really in that bad
1: boy. Yeah, huh? yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was in the walls. Um, yeah. I mean, the, once again, the media is failing us because they don't explain a whole lot. Like, he was in the pipe organ with a toy gun and a remote control police car, supposedly had cheeseburgers, but they don't explain how any of this happened. No. Like, wh- what was he doing with the remote control police car and the toy gun? Where did he get them? How was he? How did he end up naked? Was it just really warm inside the walls? What would happen that- if nobody had noticed that he was inside the pipe organ and then they just came in and started playing the pipe organ? Would he be dead? Deaf for sure. Um, I do love
0: his quote. What Aussie hasn't woken up after a big night out naked, surrounded by cheeseburgers
1: and full of regret? <laughs> I did have a lot of cheeseburgers to give to the homeless. I'm going to see a shrink and don't drink. He added.
0: What if what if he um, what are the odds that he found a homeless person with like a fifth of Johnny Walker?
1: Oh, and he had a some sack full of burgies,
0: and he was like, I'll trade you, and he just gave a homeless man 32 burgers and took the, the fifth of Jack Johnny <laughs> what Walker. If,
1: what if he used the burgers as currency, and that's how he ended up with the Johnny Walker, the toy mm-hmm. gun, and the remote control police car? That was his haul. Yeah. The toy police car is the interesting one to me, because I want, I wonder how big a this police car was was it remote control is that what they said it says remote controlled but i don't know the aussies use weird words for things it could have been like a fucking power wheels for all i'm kind of hoping it was a power wheels and that he stole this from a small child
0: <laughs> and then Sorry. drove it through a burger king got a sack full of burgies picked up a fifth of johnny walker and just cruised the town and then until he crashed into a pipe organ
1: how did he get into the church that is an excellent question Once again, they don't explain any of this. He was just, there's just a picture of the broken wall of the pipe organ. It says Mm. the decorative wall was reported to be damaged and the pipes were also allegedly damaged.
0: Explained he had lost his job last week and was just getting over the breakdown of a 16 year relationship. Things just got a little loose. I get it. (laughs) Things just got a little loose. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I was out of it. What what I love about all of these stories. So we talked last week about the guy, or I guess it was two weeks ago, about the guy who brought the um the gator into the store. Mm-hmm. Right? He was drunk as hell, and he was just kind of like, "Well, probably gonna go to jail for this." Yep. It's nice when, they, just like, you know, you fucked up. Yeah. They just look. They just look so pleased with yep, themselves. Like,
0: hey, you know what? I'm I'm Australian. I fucked up, but <laughs> I did again, it's more proof that Australians and Floridians are. M- Basically just spiritual, like, cousins. Yeah. Like, they're the same people just separated by, a, like, a few thousand miles. That's a good point. It's... I don't know if... I assume Australia has the same, like, massive drug problem that Florida has. I have to assume it's true. All Either that it's or it's just spider venom <laughs> is, like, replaces meth, but... Man, they must get up to some shit over there. <laughs> I know they do. It makes me want to go to Australia, to be honest. Though it makes me not want to go to Australia whatsoever. I escaped Florida once. I don't mm-hmm. need to like step into like
1: upside down Florida. Yeah, but apparently there's just people handing out cheeseburgers and Johnny Walker. And- Michael, I have a job. I can buy those things. Like I can get, <laughs> I can get cheeseburgers. But can you buy them? With also the risk of being murdered by seventeen different animals on your way from the store to your house.
0: No, and Michael, hear me out on this, but that's a plus for me. Mm. Like, Florida's saving grace is that every everything there needs its teeth to kill you. It can't just poison the shit out of you. That's like you can't touch something and die in Florida. Generally (laughs) speaking, it'll hurt a lot. Maybe like we talked about the stingray shuffle. Yeah, they'll sting you real bad. But you won't die. Usually it has to have teeth to kill you in Florida. Australia, no. You just touch a little octopus. Oh, it's a (laughs) look at this little blue octopus. Oh, my whole hand is dead. I feel like the people
1: are so much more dangerous though in Florida.
0: Oh, sure, because of all the good math.
1: Yeah. Like you've never seen you've never seen an Australian person eat somebody's face.
0: Well, and again, Michael, that I think is again because of the intrinsic external threats facing you in Mm. Australia. I don't have time to kill my neighbors because I am fighting gigantic swimming spiders, kangaroos, big fuck-off snakes, <laughs> sharks, tiny octopuses that are poisonous. You have to keep your head on a swivel for Jellyfish. nature. Jellyfish. I, ah, probably big rats. I don't know. You, your head is on a swivel constantly down in Australia. Everything there is engineered to kill you. In Florida it's just the other people hopped up on the good good meth that are engineered to kill mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. It's it's the chemical stimulants that really kill you in Florida. We're bo- what I'm saying is we're bored in Florida. We're
1: killing each other because we're too bored. So what you're saying is in order to in order to save Florida we need to import introduce more
0: exotic wildlife yeah that is exactly the only fix for florida is to basically import dinosaurs at this point
1: yeah we have we have to to save Mm -hmm. florida the only way to save florida is to kill florida i would argue the only way to save
0: maybe the rest of the country and or world is to kill florida but (laughs) i do have loved ones there so Mm. many of whom listen to this show so sorry i guess um (laughs) But, no, it's just, I I feel like we need some external factors, some external threats, really, to just get people focused on killing those things Mm. rather than each other. Basically a real Starship Troopers scenario. If massive colonies of bugs just started swarming up out of the the aquifer in Florida and we all just had to fight them, I guarantee you crime would go down. (laughs) So, Michael, we've talked about clowns (laughs) on this show
1: before. I don't know why that phrase just, just tickled me. We've talked we've, about clowns. We've had a couple clown chats. Yeah, we, we, we've chatted. Yeah. Um, Michael, have you ever thought about
0: clown copyright? Or clown trademarks, I guess? Oh, I haven't. But I guess it makes sense. Like, how do you keep another clown from chomping your flavor? Like, if you come up with that hot new clown look. <laughs> the, the big clown couture. Of the season,
1: yeah. Is there like a special office for patents on clowns? It's funny you ask. Oh, <laughs> I because I I mean I assume it would just be like a design patent, like like Apple has on their on their shape.
0: It's more look.
1: of an ad hoc situation. Oh, okay. Really. Um, okay.
0: there's no official, you know, clown patent office. For instance, you're not you're not gonna walk down to the USPTO and say, "Hand him a." a glossy jpeg of your cool clown outfit but certain clown organizations Michael have taken steps over the last 70 years to um protect the likenesses of their members to keep to keep clowns independent and protective of their own unique flavor british clowns have developed a system that is very whimsical and also a little bit nightmarish to lay claim to their own looks so Clowns International, Clowns
1: International, Clowns
0: International, a UK based international clown group. Okay.
1: To what prevent- kind of power, does it international clown organization have? Like if I just decided to just, you know, chomp some clowns flavor, mm-hmm. like could they, are they going to fly over here and like squirt me in the face with a flower and throw a pie in my face or like what? What's well- the deal? Given the the spat of, like, weird clown
0: violence that, like, popped up. Not violence, but, like, threatening. Like, that one summer, like, two years ago, where clowns just, like, showed up in the woods with knives and shit. Mm, so, those were people that were chomping clown flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I see. I mean, according to the other clown organizations that we quoted on this very show, those clowns were ruining clowns. <laughs> Pristine, sterling reputation. <laughs> so, Michael... Clowns International developed a pretty unique way of uh, <laughs> registering clowns' signature looks. Um, like headshots? It is, it is housed in... This is a phrase that I'm about to say that is hilarious and just... Here we go. It is housed in the Wookie Hole Clowns Gallery Museum in Somerset. Wookie Hole. The Wookie Hole. The Wookie Hole. The Wookie Hole. And that place exists... Um. It is called the Clown Egg Register. Clown Egg. Egg Egg. Egg. And this archive includes more than 250 painted eggs, fifty of which are on display at the Holy Trinity Church in Dalston, which is home to the Clowns Gallery Museum run by Clowns International. The rest of which The Holy at-
1: Trinity The Holy Trinity Church houses The clown registry? The clown registry. Or register, I'm sorry. Register. So Michael, what they do are clowns inherently Christian?
0: (laughs) Oh no. But eggs are, as we all know. And Michael, (laughs) this register calls for clowns to painstakingly (laughs) record their own likeness onto a hollowed out egg. I've just sent
1: you A Hollowed Out egg.
0: So they're basically making Halloween eggs with haunting, haunting cloud images or clown images on them. Oh, God. And these clowns go to incredibly detailed lengths to really capture not just their face makeup, but their hair, their headwear, their little suits and jackets. And by golly, sweet Christ, this is the most haunting thing I've ever seen in my entire
1: life. Also, these guys are very good at art. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's impressive but it's just just when you think that like clowns couldn't get be worse. any creepier they did it they do it they just keep
0: doing it they just get worse somehow like I would honestly no joke rather be walking in the woods pretty close to nighttime maybe even at midnight and just see in the distance a creepy clown holding like a knife and maybe like a severed head then walk into this church, the Holy Trinity Church at Dalston, and walk into the back room expecting to be like, talk to a cool priest about all my bad sins. And then I just, oh my God, walk in to see a fucking cabinet full of clown eggs.
1: God, and they have and pictures all around And they're on display like someone just showing off
0: their old Pokemon card collection. Like they're just sitting there in a glass display case surrounded by pictures of clowns. In okay. a church.
1: This one doesn't even look like a clown. This one's just a guy with a bowler hat and a red tie, and then he's got he's got a clown nose. That's literally the only thing that makes this fucking thing a clown. This guy just looks like a Patch Adams like bullshit doctor.
0: He looks like a grandpa at like Easter dinner. He's like, oh, I got a nose. Whoop whoop.
1: <laughs> How does that go? Whoop whoop. whoop. <laughs> See, I thought when you were talking about you'd rather be in the woods about nighttime, you'd rather see... See, I would rather see a fucking brown bear ready to eat my face than a clown. Even if it wasn't holding a knife or it looked friendly, no. I'd rather encounter some kind of poisonous Australian spider the size of my face. I think is, I'd rather meet an
0: actual live clown than walk into this room with clowning. One of these little bastards has a Hitler mustache. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One guy is just... He's got two, like, tear tattoos on his fucking dome. That's because he like, killed two other that clowns. That killed... And he's missing, like, three teeth. This dude has killed and eaten at least two people that he's felt he's deemed, like, fit to tattoo on his face. I don't like clowns.
1: Mm. (laughs) No. Then again,
0: I'd rather see one in person than walk by accident into this church. Why this?
1: Why? This house
0: of worship, this sacred place of God. There's just a weird clown egg society museum.
1: But why? Oh, there's
0: no reason. There's no explanation.
1: There's no explanation why it's just in a church? Absolutely not. What would be the reason? Uh, Quote, it evolved into a useful
0: record of faces for posterity, as well as a way to memorialize the great clowns of yore. Were clowns just, like, way cooler, like, 55 years
1: ago? Where Was everyone just like, oh, dope, I'm psyched to see some fucking clowns. 55 years ago? That's only, like, 1963, so no. No. Maybe like, was was there like ever a 500 that- years ago before they had anything worth doing? <laughs> You like look at a fucking clown, and you're like, "Ha, ah, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen." But I feel like clowns only like recently developed their best trick, which was
0: piling 80 of them into a car. <laughs> like I guess clown character is the thing, but like uh, whatever, fuck you. Like I feel like it until the the introduction of the like the VW bug you, clowns had so nothing. The,
1: in your mind, that is the that is the quintessential the pinnacle of the clown pinnacle. technology. It's was like fitting into a.
0: Let car. me pack a million of these little bastards mm. into a hollowed out VW bug.
1: See, I think I think back in the day, clowns were a lot closer associated with magicians. Murder? Oh right. Like I think clowns did more like magic tricks with the you know they did the thing where they pull the handkerchief out. You know, they do the thing with the balls where they disappear underneath the cups. Like, all that shitty magician stuff. I think I think clowns used to do that, and now they just murder. <laughs> that's their only
0: thing is just to kill people. Yeah. For fun. Mm-hmm. Did clowns do the the handkerchiefs and ball in a cup and all the good? I, I feel like they just juggled and, like, scared kids and, like, <laughs> tweaked noses and shot water out of, like, lapel flowers. I think that's all they've ever had.
1: I think that's it. See the also, water out of the lapel flower. Now that's I mean that's classic good gag. technology. Classic gag. Don't get me
0: wrong, I don't want to see them in the woods though. No. Can you imagine back in in uh, in the clown days of yore, if again, if you were just like walking through the woods, taking taking all your goods to market one day. <laughs> you know, just you're just a humble turnip farmer bringing bushels of turnips into town to sell you're just strolling through the woods and then just in the middle of the path ahead of you appears a fucking clown. Even back then when maybe they were cooler and did fun handkerchief tricks, you'd probably pelt them with turnips until they died, right? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Like, I'm not, I'm not taking a single step further down this path towards a clown. No. No matter what time of day, no matter what like era of history this is, I'm not willingly taking one step closer to you, clown.
1: But like, okay, back in the day, yeah, they were terrifying. But now, like there are still people who
0: Are clowns?
1: Well, they are clowns or they hire clowns. Those are just bad parents, right? Like hiring a clown just seems like. Irresponsible at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Basically, anytime after John Wayne Gacy, I think it became irresponsible. mm Mm-hmm. And like, hey, I get it, you guys are just trying to make a living, but you chose a dead career, kind of like Hooters, (laughs) so, sorry. Can millennials just kill clowns once and for all?
0: Dude, if if we can't do it, no one can. Like, honestly, at this point, like, it's up to us, like, because, quite frankly, I don't think Gen Z cares enough, they are just probably let them live, but just through, like, osmosis, like, I think if if they're gonna die, we've got a couple years left to do it, Mm. and I believe in us.
1: Are we being too mean to clowns? No. <laughs>
0: no, absolutely. Not. We've been we've been massively tolerant on uh, to everyone that yeah, we no. stumble across on this show. The thing is, we we talk a lot about you know kinks on this show, mm-hmm. like sexual kinks. Just that's like that just, that's just that's who you are. That's the, your identity.
1: Like Stephen King did not ruin clowns for for clowns. No, he just put their just proclivities on display. Mm-hmm. He let us know yeah. that,
0: hey, they all live in sewers and try to entice people down into them to kill and eat them. And oh, by the way, they are also ancient demons who yes. live on the beam. Yes. Yes. That's the truth of all clowns. The makeup They are is-
1: servants of the Dark Tower. They live on the beam and they only exist to kill children. Yes. The, the makeup is only there to cover up their dark, dark souls. Mm hmm.
0: And, and it's all made a,
1: from the blood of children, by the way. All that makeup.
0: Mm-hmm. And once again, I think the last time we talked about clowns, I said something stupid about Greatest Show on Earth that my sister got mad about. But either way, Jimmy Stewart is a murderer. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Little Place. Jeez, any, dude, uh, God damn. Everyone talks about how good of an actor he is. But like,
0: all he does is mumbling. Like, well, I'm Jimmy Stewart.
1: Overact much? Jesus. Yeah, please. Give me Cary Grant any day. No, no I've actually only seen one Jimmy Stewart movie, but it sucked. Is it what was it Mr. Smith goes to Washington?
0: That's the only Jimmy Stewart movie you've yeah. seen
1: <laughs> seriously, yep. you never seen it's a wonderful life? No, I refuse to watch it.
0: huh interesting yeah hey Most here's a fun here's a fun fact, yeah, in Mr. Smith goes to Washington, Jimmy Stewart went by the handle, James Stewart. <laughs> See? It's on the movie. It's on the poster.
1: Yeah, because he wanted to get a date with that girl. Never trust a James. <laughs> See? See? They switch between Jimmy and James.
0: Mm-hmm. Classic. Jimmy James. So, uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week. If you like this episode, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, maybe we'll put up a blog post. It's been a second. We've both lost steam. Michael had a,
1: a good streak going. I had a good uh, run of you had a, two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Shock up I went, another
1: one. I went back to back, nailed it. Um,
0: but uh, everyone, you can find out more information about this show. There, you can also find about.
1: Wait, what? Sorry, I closed the window, and then the window that was behind it was the clown registry, and there was just Ah! fucking clown eggs staring at me, and it almost... Terrifying. I almost fell off my chair. Uh,
0: I am going to post clown pictures, (laughs) either on the blog or on uh, the Facebook page. Um, So, yeah, everyone, you can find more more information about this show or our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis are watching every single episode of The Hit Show 24. We took a little break. We're coming back this week. Uh, I am just I have just finished editing this episode 22 of season two. Uh, So we are coming up on the end game of uh, season two. And I got to tell you, it's going to be a doozy Mm -hmm. of the last few hours. So uh, make sure to check that out this week as well. And uh, we love to hear from our fans, and we want to hear from you. And you can reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Whether you want to share a story with us or have us read a message to a fellow listener or just kind of say hi and let us know uh, that you like the show, please reach out. We will read every single message we get, and we love to hear from our fans. So, Michael, how else can people help us out?
1: We're also still accepting submissions for um, a sentence and or scene for our uh, erotic novel that we were yes, writing. Yes, Please. Um, So, please send those in. Uh, You can help us out by uh, finding us on your favorite podcast app, uh, searching for Trends in Low Places, and smashing that subscribe button. Smash one of those clown eggs right into it. Um, You can uh, also give us a rating, which would be awesome, and a review, which would be even more awesome. Um, You can find us on your uh, social medias. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram uh, by searching for Trends in Low Places or at TILPCast at TILPCast. Uh, please give us a retweet, a share, a like, um, or just a comment, you know, uh, shoot us a message. We've had a couple uh listeners um, from both shows uh, message us on Facebook Messenger. And uh, once again, we love to hear from you guys.
0: Yeah. So, Michael, I got a quick shower thought and then we'll close it out. Rub it on me. So, this is... cut. Co- this comes from It's a mean Eekball on Twitter. <laughs> smartphones are getting smarter. yet human are getting dumber. So who designed the latest smartphone? Hashtag shower thought.
1: <laughs> Who's doing all this stuff? Smartphones are designing other smartphones. It's the singularity. Human, human are getting dumber. Human are very much getting dumber. That is a good point. Hmm. Who designed the latest smartphone, Michael? Who who designed it? I
0: think it's I think it's still Johnny Ive. I think he's still doing the dang. Bang. Also,
1: I mean, if you think about it, though, no one's really done anything that great with smartphone. Like we're like incrementally getting better. Like it's been a long time since we've had a jump from you know the I think shit the next one to I iPhones. Think we're getting. I think we're just gonna
0: get basically get back to flip phones, but they're gonna be smart flip phones, and everyone's gonna like lose their fucking.
1: Dicks. <laughs> Dude, I did see that they have the, the foldable um, screens that are like plastic that mm-hmm. I'm assuming going to go into a flip phone. Listen, all I really want is a pit boy from Fallout. I just want this bo- bulky
0: lunchbox wrapped around my wrist that I can use to shoot monsters with. So basically, I just need to go to Australia. Also, where's all the wearable tech? Where is... Well, I mean, it's
1: here. It just sucks. You're right. Who, who designs... Who designed smartwatch? Who designed smartwatch? Uh, all the dumb human. Hmm. Well, Michael from one one dumb human to another. I love you, buddy. Love you too. Toodles.